So, all right, we're back uh, with stupid questions for uh, my friend here, Jarrell. Hello. Uh, Jarrell uh, is here. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Um, Jarrell, just make sure, um, if you can, even once we're done with this, it's going to mm -hmm. uh, finish the an upload of mm -hmm. your audio um, on your end because it's going to record it natively, so it's going to sound crisp and delicious for our listeners. Um, it's not going to, it's going to sound way better than those people who just record their zoom calls and or record their phone calls and throw that up on podcast. We're not cool. <laughs> so got not, a, I'm not cool with that. I'm so you got cool. a nice setup going doing this. Good for you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Gerald. You're, you're always, um, uh, been a person that's, uh, like, uh, you know, our, our friends have said that, uh, we're, we're similar. And, uh, you know, I, I, I was like, I was, I was like, Oh, what's, you know, you're, you're just a, I, I feel like I could really relate to you um, among 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 them, and it, but we haven't really gotten a chance to hang out. And we have really haven't made time for that, so I, cool. I apologize for that. Do you want to introduce yourself and a little bit about what you got out recently? This 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 book. Gladly. Yeah. So yeah. as he said, my name is Jarrell. I am a content writer for an animal for an animal hospital in Little Falls. I write a bunch of articles online about pet care, but as of recently, I actually I yeah, I've just published a book called The First Werewolf, which is a fantasy fairy tale depicting how the very first werewolf came to be cuz I love folklore, I love fantasy, and whenever I'm upset, I write stories to help me feel better, and this kind of came out as out as a little trauma response to make me feel better over something that happened, which I was able to push myself to get published, and I've been so happy and grateful for it. So I want to talk about a couple things there. Um, mm -hmm. I want to. Uh, there's, uh, there's a really. Um, I you know I was flipping through the book. I didn't realize that it was illustrated as well. That's that is really freaking cool. I gotta say, and the, <laughs> the art is sick. Did you do, did you do the the art for this? How did you get this art done? Unfortunately, well? I did not do the art. I wish I could draw. If I had the ability to draw, Same. it Same. would basically <laughs> game over yeah. for everything else. I'd be making graphic novels. I'd be writing Same. Godzilla stories. Same. I'd yeah. be doing. I'd be publishing way more. But unfortunately, yeah. I can't draw very well. And as much as I'm Same. trying to learn, it's not yeah. it's slow going. So yeah, well, I know that's like believe me. Yeah. So you know, I'll kind of tell you the rundown of it. So. When I, I had this first werewolf story for a while, and I wanted to do something with it in my one... Because I, I had a personal one-year project where I was just writing one thing a month. But I wanted to do something with this first werewolf story. It was fun, it was simple, and I love fairy tales. Like I wanted to do something with it. So I sent it to a few publishing houses. Page Publishing messaged me back saying they really liked it and they want to publish it. We ended up signing a contract about a whole bunch of other agreements... They copy wow. edited, like wow. they copy edited it, they proofread it to make sure How it cool. sounded right. And then we went on to the illustration phase where they asked me how many pictures I wanted to do. I didn't know entirely, so I just kind of guessed maybe like yeah. ten to fifteen. Next yeah. time I'm gonna publish a book, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a specific list of what illustrations I want, so I don't mm, have to mm, guess. Mm, mm. Uh, okay, like a layout. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah, because mm -hmm. if you I like if you end up doing less. Then it's like, oh, I asked for like I asked for a certain amount. I'm not getting it. But then if I ask for over that, then they'll charge you extra for it because that's not what we we agreed to. So I'm mm -hmm. like, all right. 
stuck with like the 15 pages. Oh, and they it's like a deal. It's it. like a deal you're striking. Okay. Yep, yep. Okay. And yeah. what I, uh, and in the store, well, yeah, they gave me a little sheet of what illustrations you want, how specific, like how specific do you want it to look, what do the characters look like, the colors, all those things. And they actually have templates of different people's art styles of what I wanted to use. So when I was going through their little art book, I chose one person's art style specifically because it seemed like the mo- it seemed like the cutest, closest thing that could work for the story. Right. Okay. Okay. You found so, well, you said one person that, that there's one person's art that you're really connected with. Mm-hmm. I was kind right. of flipping through and I really liked it. I while like actually while looking through it, I realized uh-huh. I really really like line art. Ah, a line art. What 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 is the difference between line art and maybe other forms of art? Is or co- co- is comic book art line art? This is a stupid uh, question, so li- that's what the podcast. So called. line art would be there's no color going to it, and it looks like it's just a pen drawing it out specifically. Like line mm. art is very simple and basic, but you can give it a lot of depth. But it also doesn't look like it connects a lot of time. Some of it looks like it's just pen strokes, kind of like pen or pencil strokes, like drawn out like drawn over or it's like strokes that form a shape over time and i, I think it looks really beautiful and mm-hmm. i realize i like that art style more where for a future book i'm going to see if i can get some illustrations in that style like, like a manga so, kind of manga style that black yeah. and white kind of style that's beautiful i think that's so I, there's something so cool about the fact that manga chooses to leave out the color. I love mm-hmm. that. I love that. I think it yeah. leaves so much more up to the imagination. It's so beautiful. Something so minimalistic about it. Yeah. That's exactly what I want to go yeah. for. Because in the yeah. next... Because yeah. light art looks so cool. And I have... And if you have, like, enough... It does. It, like, depending on what kind of pens you're using, too. If you have thick yeah. pens, it can give you those nice, broader colors. But if you have a skinny pen, and you have a really good artist, you can make these really gorgeous landscapes or images or really scary, harrowing concepts. Mm-hmm. And... I'm sorry, continue. I'm sorry, I, I cut you off. I went to a museum several years sure. ago that had oh. a Tim Burton collection, and... He had all cool. these doodles just drawn in pen and pencil that looked like it was on a napkin, but it was all line art based. And oh, his whole aesthetic oh, cool. is no color, yeah. just creepy shapes and doodles. And it's like, oh my this God. dude's imagination is insane. I want to get to some point like that. Yeah, yeah. There, There's, um. I, I would love, do you know, it, if you think of the museum, please let me know at some point. I would love to, to, to go to that exhibit. Mm-hmm. I would, um. You probably would be a fun person to just go to a museum with, um, mm. in general. Oh, uh, yeah, we should just hang. We should just hang out. Um, this is just a podcast excuse to <laughs> hang out with, to do something to do something kind of creative with mm. with you. But uh, I uh, wanted to uh, just mention you. You know, I went to uh, like yourself. I you know I, uh, I I I love I love art. I just love I love it. And I think that we can, that we kind of connect with very similar. We have a very simple similar art sensibility, especially when going into not just uh, illustrated art, um, but uh, uh, but um, uh, written uh, art mm-hmm. uh, when it when it, you know the writing uh, literature. Um, I think we really connect on that angle, and I want to talk about that a little bit as well with you. Um, but uh, just real quick, I you know I went to. Uh, the Kubert School of Comic Books um, for a little bit, um, and that's in Jers. Um, and I was really um, my skill level, like he, he, you know, my my teacher was mm-hmm. 
really great. He was actually he's one of the comic book artists for Archie. Really, um, like of yeah. like old school Archie or like recent? yeah, new that's, new Archie. That's like so what cool. Archie is now, and he you know he had a lot about to say about like you know the state of of American comic books and how Archie has this worldwide appeal and it's it's it, and and that's why it still sells really well and that's why it's, it's you know and and he was at and it was so cool you know we I, I you know I took his class and then um uh his name's uh, Fernando um and then uh he. I, I, I took his class and then I saw him at Comic Con and hung out with him for a little bit um, and and I did really bad but he told he did say in the class that you know it's the kind of class that you take over and over and over but I was thrown in it was really fun I did terrible but it was still I did fun. terrible I did terrible I literally am looking at the, the my art book from that class and I still have all my reference material if you ever need it uh, that he gave out um, from that class and so um, if you ever were thinking to do it that would have been a fun class to take together but um yeah. i it's it's in the it's in central jurors but um i think that it's something that you might might be interested in i don't know uh if, i'm sure you're a very busy person on top because you've got this you, you've got uh the pet care stuff you, you're doing content writing for them mm. on top of everything but it's just something to think about um it but it is uh, interesting yeah i want to get good at, i want to get i want to get at least back to i, I want to be able to at least draw like do some basic line art Mm -hmm. Um, well, uh, again, I, you know, um, I, uh, I, I wish I, I, I want, I want to be able to draw from my imagination again. I, yeah, I like, yeah. I'm not able to, that's what sucks. Like cool. I'm staring at this, this picture of, um, not to them. I'm, I'm sorry, this tangent about myself, but yeah, uh, I'm it. staring at, I'm staring at this picture of, uh, of, of my wife that I drew. And Aww. I was like, you know, it's not bad. It really isn't. It's, it's pretty good. That's, um, that's and, so and, cute and romantic. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, you know, I, I the right, uh, uh, regular, um, uh, you know, uh, Leo, uh, in, in Titanic, but PG version, uh, <laughs> uh, a, uh, uh, you know, I, you know, I've like, for some reason I'm, I'm able to draw from life, but I'm not able to draw from my imagination. That's where all the cool stuff was, you know? And so that's really sad. And I, I, and I think that some of the stuff that, you know, we connected with are, is kind of similar because, you know, I, I, I read your, about the author and I really, really connected with it. Um, Aww. like on a, a crazy level, because, um, you talk about not being able to, you know, you understanding the literary importance of, uh, you talk about Shakespeare, Hemingway, mm -hmm. um, like, uh, it, it, and you say you, you never could connect to their stories, right? And, no, and, I don't. Uh, like yes. I remember, okay. like I remember being forced to read them in high school, sure. and I understood why the giant merits were. But mm -hmm. I specifically remember an instance in class. The teacher told us, like, "All right, then, what do you think of this chapter?" Or like, "What do you think of the story?" Or I was like, "Honestly, mm -hmm. I didn't like it." It's like, "How do you not like Romeo and Juliet?" It's like, "Honestly." It's right. a, like it's teenagers like it on a weekend yeah. fling. I don't care about that now. Why do I? Should I care about it back then? It's like because mm -hmm. it's a beautiful romantic tragedy. It's like I don't care. It's like I don't mm -hmm. like yeah. romance stories. Right. And if they kill, right. if they died, then that that's just two teenagers who end up dying for love, which is adorable in one situation, sad in another. But I don't care. I don't yeah. relate to that. Right. Right. I, yeah, romance uh, always uh, has pushed me away in so many ways. It's uh, that, that, that I felt I feel the same way as you. Mm -hmm. Not about stories, but about um, music. Um, uh, music, music, Ooh. just like especially a, a lot of the top forty. Um, I, I which I, there's some pop I, I absolutely love, 
Um, but a lot of it just revolves around kind of romance and like that kind of, that topic just, yes. it's something I could relate to. I couldn't get a date until I was like 18 and yeah. then I didn't have another date until I met my wife at, when I was like 23. So, You're such um, a handsome, you know, fun dude. I don't believe oh, you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I have crippling, uh, social anxiety when it comes to, um, women. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That's something you know that, something I, I talk I about. With my that. I'm the yeah. same way. Growing up, yeah. I had a hard time relating to music cause I was same. creative. I, same. and most songs are talking about either dating or going out dating, or partying dating. or drinking right. or hooking up. I was like, I don't do any of, any of that. Yeah. I'm just sad a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, and even now, like even when I think yeah. about it, it's like that's the goal. It's like when you get rich, you get money, you get cars, you get all this stuff. Like, I don't want any of that. If I don't I relate to it. I, I don't. I don't want it. With a lot right. of Godzilla figures in it. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah. Like, no, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, like where's that song? Like where's the song where's about song? the nerd who wants to have the giant house just to display all of his cool figures? Yeah, I um I was listening to this man. We could really podcast me and you. We got to talk about this more because we've we have a good a good rapport here. Uh, uh, so uh, so. You you're very good at, fi- at at filling the dead air and keeping interesting and and just keeping it going and keeping me engaged and getting me talking and that's it. thank you uh, thank you. You're a great guest. Yeah, um, I've been actually doing this with a few other uh, with another group called the Galactic Nerd Outpost. Oh, where... okay. Tell me about that. Okay. It's another little podcast where me and usually two or three other people end up talking about random nerdy stuff. Sometimes it's the Shin Godzilla trailer or Shin Kamen Rider or Shin Ultraman trailer that just came out. Sometimes mm-hmm. we'll talk about a movie that just came out or an old oh, that's movie. Great. Or uh, recently we've had a topic of hot takes where mm-hmm. what's something that is kind of a hot take that you personally have? Me, it was mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of Titanic or Lord of the Rings entirely. Oof. I understand their importance i understand how meaningful they are one of them is a boring romance story the other one takes too long to get through the action scenes are really fun but i kind of fall asleep in them and when i fall asleep in a movie repeatedly and wake up and i'm still watching (laughs) the movie i find that a problem yeah yeah no it's it's funny because i i my my wife has a deep love of titanic that i later later had come to appreciate Titanic because I, when I was a kid, I was like, "Why am I in this theater? Yes. Why are my Why is my sister and my mom covering my eyes like at, at this one scene? What's going oh, on oh, here?" Oh, I don't. I was like, "What's is going it that- on?" You know? Yeah, and I'm like, I, I was so bored. You know what I mean? I was like, mm-hmm. oh, "Who cares?" And then I started to see it. I was like, "Oh, this is just a big budget movie," and like enjoy it for this kind of sake. But, but Lord of the Rings is something I, I actually. I actually studied abroad in New Zealand, so uh, like Lord of the Lord of the Rings was a big was was like a it wasn't a driver of that, but I did the Lord of the Rings tour. I hiked Mount Mordor. I did like the whole the like you know the whole thing. Yeah, Dude, right. that is awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. pretty pretty sick. Um, Man, was, think, was, like, we need to have a story time of just that. <laughs> we yeah, we, we could just that. We could talk. I'll, we could talk. We could we could bring it really podcast. Uh, I that's really cool. So Galactic Outpost. Mm-hmm. Can you do me a favor? Um, well, I'll, uh, I'll uh, can you send me a link to that? I'll link it in our in the show notes. Um, yeah, sure. Galactic uh, Galactic link to your Nerd pod- Outpost. So no wonder you're so good at at podcasting. You're uh, as a guest, you are a podcaster. Okay. I'm getting uh, better at doing so, and I'm being more consistent because it's pretty fun. And I yes, also like to do little Jeopardy games. Where when okay. family or friends come over, there's a website called JeopardyLabs.com where you can make Jeopardy games. And I end up doing uh-huh. that 
fairly often, and I end up being the host when people come over. So I'll be the Alex Trebek talking about the categories and saying the questions. And it's wow. fun playing a game show host. It is. I actually used to be a trivia host um, when? at bars and like for years, bro. Uh, like years I was like, I was hitting up, um, you know, and I, um, uh, yeah, if you ever wanted to get into it, just let me know. Like I could definitely hook, give you the hookup to get to, to start doing that and getting paid to do it. So, um, one of many easily would be fun. Yeah. So if you ever wanted to do it live, just, just let, just let me know. And if you like, cause I, yeah, I was really involved in that for a while. It was oh, while I was acting. I was when I was doing my odds and ends, um, like just like trying to find little, like just jobs between auditions and stuff. Ooh, and, no uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So that was, yeah, that's so cool. Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Was it Jeopardy? Mm-hmm. Jeopardy labs. I'm going to yep. check that out. Jeopardy labs. Um, so you, 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 you know, you're not connecting with these stories. You're connecting what you're connecting with, uh, folklore, you're connecting with myth, you're mm-hmm. connecting with that. What are your sources for that? You know, what's something I've really struggled with um, uh, is like, you know, I came across Neil Gaiman's Norse mythology, right? Ooh, and um, I, I was listening to that for a while and it was really good. Mm-hmm. But um, so I really love mythology. I loved it. That was my favorite, you know, in, 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 um, in Jurors, for the most part, I believe that the curriculum is pretty consistent that uh, your freshman year, you cover mythology in high school, uh, that's what Eng- the English class was. And I loved it. We were going through the Odyssey. And yeah. then when we got to senior year, we did Beowulf. And yeah. uh, Beowulf oh, was, like, like really great, you mm-hmm. know? And I love that stuff. But, you know, because a lot of the stuff isn't, like, formally written down, I've always been looking, at, like, trying to find good sources of myth um and uh, mm. to, to 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 go to and so what are your maybe what are your go-to uh do you is there like a compendium that you go to is there a particular book author um, i have a some... few things specifically so mm-hmm. 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 uh what's a good way of putting it uh, okay so i love i kind of go for different cultures and focus on the monster aspects of it. i grew up with godzilla godzilla is my first memories growing up as sure. a kid so that shaped a lot of everything i designed i was more prone okay. to animals and monsters than human drama based things okay so okay. with monsters. that i took a lot to japanese inspiration with yokai mm-hmm. i love all of those weird creatures Yokai. I don't know yokai. All right. Okay. So literally anything because Japan, uh-huh. uh, Japan and Shintoism has that belief that, that everything Shinto-san. has a spirit mm. that could yes, be yes. a good okay. or a bad spirit then. So say uh-huh. you have a broom, you use that broom to sweep up dirt for years and years and years. Eventually it will gain sentience or a spirit will possess it. And depending okay. on how well you treat it, it could be a good or a bad yokai. Mm-hmm. And okay. that just happens. There are some that are, absolutely abnormal where a book will gain sentience and start haunting you because you didn't read it enough. <laughs> right. Oh my god. There's another one where that explain that there's another one of yokai that when you're sleeping in your bed, it will move your pillow from your head to your feet. And that's all it does. Oh my goodness. It is what? I- like it is so That's funny, so interesting, and you're really helping me understand this culture a little better. Yeah. Oh yeah, when you research folk, I actually picked this up from a Star Wars character, uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Oh, a, Thrawn. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, Thrawn. Thrawn is a brilliant character. Where mm-hmm. in the Star Wars Rebel show, he goes on where when he's studying his enemies, he's looking at their culture, their 
art, their literature. He's looking at their paintings. He's looking at their houses, their dresses, like their, uh, uh, like what they dress, what they wear, what they keep in the houses, and he uses all of that to understand how his enemy thinks, what they believe, what they know, and what they'll do. And mm. when you look at a like when you look at a culture's folklore, you understand the things they believed and why they believe it that way. Shintoism believes that everything has a spirit, which I love mm -hmm. that idea. I take care of my right. things believing they have some sort of spirit to them. Or I mm -hmm. want them to like I want them to know I appreciate them torso in this toy story mentality. Right. But that kind of shows it was used in the culture. If you don't read your books, if you don't study properly, it'll come to life and attack you. If you don't take care of your house, it can come to life and attack you. If you don't keep things protected, if you don't treat it with respect, it could come to life and come after you. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I'm getting in. I don't know if you saw Encanto, uh, uh, but I'm getting in. I love that yeah. movie. It's really yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah, though it is a little different because it's about it's about why the it's like it, it's not about the treatment of things, mm -hmm. it's, but it's things come to life. But I it actually really helps open up. Um, I, I've been trying to understand religion in Japan for a long time because it really it doesn't it didn't it hasn't really clicked with me as mm -hmm. as much as um, like as uh, just because it seems it's such a like these ideas are a little different than what you know I I've, I grew up with um, and what I've understood like in, in terms of like. Um, you know, uh, theistic religions and all of that. So uh, yeah. that actually makes a lot of sense, you know, uh, like, and especially it's like there, it's like a lot of, it's like a lot of anthropomorphism. Like there's yes. a lot of that. Right. And it's just basically taking that to its extreme. And it kind of, it, I don't know if this is, I don't mean this to be ins racially insensitive or anything mm -hmm. like that. Um, uh, but when, um, uh, there is the uh, Marie Kondo, right. She does the, um, she, she's the, mm. uh, the organizing, uh, genius, right? She, okay. uh, she that, that's, a, that's a, yeah, all over Netflix. Her books are everywhere. Oh, and she okay. really, about. and, um, she really, she characterizes, like she says, empty your bags at the end of the day, you have to give them a rest. And mm -hmm. like you have to, and she says like, give them a break, empty your bags. And I actually really, really love that concept of, you know, you come home, empty the backpack completely, empty that's it completely, every bag. And, isn't it a great idea? It really works though. And cause like really the backpack just ends up collecting all this crap that's, mm -hmm. that you never go back to. And it's stuff that you don't end up using again and all this stuff. Um, and so, you know, I, uh, I like that. Idea. that I might yeah. try and use it more yeah. often. Yeah. It's interesting. It's, it really, it really works for me. And, and when I don't do it and uh, like, it's, uh, I, 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 I feel like the, the, um, uh, the, the baby bag starts filling up and the, 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 this side filling up with stuff that I never touch and all this stuff. And, and the work bag that ends up going up, filling up with stuff I don't use, but this idea that the bag needs a break. And then she says, don't fold the socks together. Um, at, because you know, you're don't crumple things together. Just like get, let them breathe. And like, I'm like, there's, I'm like, Oh, interesting. Like, you know, maybe I should be. And honestly, what it does is allows you to treat things with respect. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really big, a very important thing. It's something that's been very, like that's something in our family, in my family, um, uh, the tradition has always been like, never sit on a book. Never, yeah. like knowledge is like very important. It's mm -hmm. like very sacred, right? Books, books are very sacred, but we never took, we don't take it for anything else, just books. So, and so like, I, 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 find, next level. I should probably yeah. put socks. I kind of like ball them up and <laughs> toss them together. But then again, right. socks are one of those weird things, but if you don't tie them together, they will be lost. 
right? They will be, right? And yes. so, you know, I usually get all of the same pair. And so that's really interesting that you talk about. So yokai, I'll start, I'll, I'll look into that. And if you think of any particular uh, books or compendiums or anything that you I are, know are good to read. I several. I have several okay. for you. There is a website specifically called yokai.com where yeah, it is a wonderful list with pictures yeah. and diagrams of just different yokai. You, there's a button okay. at the top that even says random yokai. Press it, and it'll just show you random yokai. That website wow. has three separate books of just wonderful illustrations, the history, descriptions, diet, and the lore of just several different yokai. I have one of them Fantastic. currently that I've read cover to cover. I love oh, it. I reference cool. it when I'm making some random Godzilla stories where I want mm. to use more monsters in folklore. Wow. Okay. Yep, okay. there's that That's one. very cool. Yep, there's that one. Another one I really uh, get passionate about is Egyptian folklore, specifically because I loved Yu-Gi-Oh! growing up and The Mummy growing up, and Egyptian culture seems so cool. And I actually have a, an encyclopedia of Egyptian of Egyptian mythology, but that is very, it is fun, but complicated. <laughs> oh, e Egyptian mythology. Yeah, Egyptian primarily mythology. because, like, primarily, yeah, uh, how, the best way of putting it is, I guess, Egypt is really, like, they took notes, but unfortunately, a lot of the pharaohs like to try and erase what their previous successors did. Mm -hmm. So they're like, all right, then. So I want to believe this. Then when that pharaoh dies, the next pharaoh's like, I don't want to believe that. Let's believe this. And then we'll change the story around. And that can okay. be in one part of Egypt. And then in another part of Egypt, they'll have a completely different way of understanding it. Oh, so in really? this one area, there's a lot of subcultures there? Five okay. hmm? There's subcultures within Egypt, within ancient Egyptians. Yeah. Ancient Egyptian mythology. I didn't know that. Okay. Oh, yeah. So that's why it's like, all right. So in this city, in this city they believe Ra is just the sun. Like, the sun is called Ra. In another city, the sun is an embodiment, is is the eye of a god named Ra. And then in another place, uh, the sun is cool. three. Yep. And then in another city, the sun is three different gods, which turns into them over time. Like, one of them is called Kepri, then that turns to Ra, then it turns into Amun-Ra at night. <laughs> like, wow. how, like... Why did they even decide that? One of the most, the funniest things I ever heard or read, I think it was King Tut's dad that did it, where when King Tut's dad took over, he decided he wanted a new capital of Egypt. He wanted a whole new belief system. So he mm. literally moved the capital city to a completely different region and forced everyone to adopt his new belief system. When he right. died, everyone decided... Can we go back to the old system? They abandoned the city and just went back to where they used to live with the old beliefs. And they all just said, let's pretend that never happens. Wow. Like, I read oh. that and was laughing for a solid week trying to tell everybody how amazing that was. I'm like, wow, this is why that is so complicated. Just because everyone just unanimously decided, yeah, we don't... Let, let's just forget that happens. <laughs> oh my goodness. And, and, and that's what I love about mythology. And, and that's something that's, that um, is stated in kind of the preface of Neil Gaiman's um, 
uh, Norse mythology book mm-hmm. who says, yeah, I want you to read these stories and then I want you to tell other people the stories. I want you to sit at the campfire. I want you to retell them. Um, I don't want you to have to just directly read the, read this book out loud to them. You could just, you, you it, these are oral tales meant to be shared. And that's yeah. what makes them so cool. There's something so beautiful about it. Uh, that's what stories used to be. They used to be a story someone had and they would they would get either everyone around at a campfire, they would sing the songs together, and then they'd right. be like, all right, yeah, un- like listen to the story, memorize it, and then tell it to other people. And that's why we get so many different renditions of a sing- of a- of the same story, but of just different little nuances, because the story would change every time it was told, which I right. think is really fun. And I we too. don't do anymore. We don't do anymore. No, no, everything is... It's the it's the printed you know the printed book has kind of uh, gotten rid of this idea of like the oral storyteller, which is why I, I yeah that I I'm so that's why I I think we're so drawn to um you know just like well personally I'm just drawn to just um you know this is a, this is a very, it's a huge sidebar but I and I won't I don't want to go down it. Uh, because this is not about me, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, I go to my, you know, my open mics and just, I, I hear, you know, just people tell, like, tell their stories. And I love, that's what I love co- about comedy. And I love about, mm-hmm. um, uh, I love about podcasts and I love about, that's what I, I, I just love people. I love listening to people talk and I love just sitting back and not having to like, like, like just being able to just sit there and just let it wash over me. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what, like, like that's the beauty of a movie. I feel it just, you just, it just washes over you mm-hmm. and it could wash over anyone. And you know, whether you like, like, like with Romeo and Juliet, I, I didn't, the, the reason I didn't connect with it is because I don't, I, I struggle with the language of, of Shakespeare. Yeah. Immensely. That, that immensely. takes some time to get used to. That's fair. Oof. <laughs> and I can't let it just wa- like, I could let the play sort of wash over me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But that's hard. That's not a, a people's medium, you know what I mean? A play, you know, yeah. it's, 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 it's a, it's, it's, you know, there's a lot to get together and all this stuff. And then you have to get, go, go out to the city, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But there's something about just That's sitting around a catfire and listening to Jarrell tell, tell you, tell you the story of, you know, just a, a story that you had come up with the first, you know, the, so, oh, with that, are, have you thought about audiobooking uh, the, this book as, I, as well? I, I, want, I think my publishers actually said that once it's up online, they're going to convert it over to an audiobook also. So that is going to be coming in the works. I would like to actually do a version of it myself because I want. Yeah, I would love that. I, yeah, I would actually really like to You're try a good storyteller. Because I think it'd be really fun and I've always wanted to just be a cartoon character. That you'd be really good at it. You'd be very good at it, and you have a lot of charisma, and you, um, uh, the you could you you'll feel the energy brimming. You, nothing's worse than someone who's reading a story, or and and you don't feel feel the. It, it's hard to lock into that, it's, you know. And so I would I would be really excited to hear you uh, to to hear a rendition of the story. I actually tried to, reading an you know? audiobook, but because the person reading the story he was like they did a good job but it was just kind of monotone i kept falling asleep every time and i realized oh. i just can't listen to this <laughs> that's for your that's for your book or no that was for another book i was reading called american gods also really fun story but you like the story the story you like the book itself did you read it the printed the book version itself was really fun they started a show which is a little strange but they did. they're doing what they, they did, can yeah. with it but i like the story right. going into it it's basically how the old gods are trying to exist in an era where there are new gods with like we're new the, the new gods are basically like amazon and google the internet 
Right, 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 right. Like well, in a way. Yeah. In a, in a way, they're, they're something. They're yeah, forces. It's really yeah. funny seeing that you have Odin's kind of lurking, just lurching around. You have, uh, what was it? Yeah, you have Anubis and Thoth who are working in a funeral home. Because Anubis is the one who prepares the dead for the underworld, and Thoth is the one that records all the data for like for everything basically so they're just working right. in a funeral home together because that was their job as gods helping people to the underworld oh, so they're just doing oh, that in modern day right how interesting do you so what what's what's great is that you seem to take in a lot of um inspiration you take in you you take in quite a bit of stories mm -hmm. you take in a lot of mediums and uh like you're you're reading the books you're watching shows you're you're reading, you're reading folklore, you're reading books about it. You're just, whether, whether it's not a book about it, you're reading about, like, you're just researching, doing your own research online. Uh, that's a, that's, it's a, it's a huge part of, um, a book called, oh, yeah. uh, I immerse the myself Way. in, I, I find a yeah. hobby. I immerse myself into it immerse until yourself. I'm able to understand it to a point that I can explain it to somebody else. Mm, mm -hmm, mm. That's, that's really something that I think what makes you a bit able to, uh, you know, create at this, at, at this level and be able to put, put a book out. I mean, like what a cool thing to do is just to have a book. It's illustrated. You've got a publisher. You did, did all of those steps and you finish it. You got to the finish line. That itself is worth congratulating because you. getting to finish line on anything is very, a difficult thing and not something many people are very good at. People th think in yeah. the ideating stage, including myself mm -hmm. for, ever and never go and finish out things and 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 that's um uh, a very important thing um it's a lot of discipline yeah. that goes into it you have to stick it to does. it entirely and we kind of Commit live in an committing. era where it's easy to jump from one idea to another to another to another oh my goodness unless you have a specific and be distracted to do it that's mm -hmm. why i say this book kind of came out of a trauma response i was mm. really upset and th and I have a very unique response to being very upset. When I'm okay. upset, I'm the most creative and most, uh, not really most passionate, but most motivated. Because okay. usually it turns into spite of, I'm upset by X, so I'm going to make sure Y happens. Right. Interesting. And it's, it's like you use it as creative motivation. Mm -hmm. um, that's really interesting because for the longest time, you know, I've struggled with... Um, with uh with long long bouts of depression um mm -hmm. and uh it's uh it's been something it's like an ever uh never-ending battle for my for myself and yeah. for me um it to, depression is the anti-creative that when i'm depressed yeah. i am not creating and I, I think of myself as a very creative person i like i have a lot of ideas and all of that stuff but when, Dude, I'm, you're when I'm you have a podcast you're doing comedy and you are do acting that, that you are yeah. a very creative person <laughs> thank you i appreciate that that means a lot that means a lot coming from you especially cool. this person you got a book done man yeah jeez you like, do, you. You try, like you do stand-up yeah. comedy and you say you were a trivia game show host that, that, that's was. something i haven't I done but i would like to and you know yeah. what that is a different level of creative <laughs> It's something I'm. I'm, I'm a very. I I, I. I. like to channel into performative performer. I, I love perform because I because of the attempt. I have a, a need for attention, but uh, <laughs> that's a that, that's a, so it's all channeled into acting and performing and getting up in front of people and stuff like that. But it's 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 really interesting. You talk about that, and that's really great. That it's not um, it's not like creative 
like cancerously creative to you to to go through some sort of trauma we don't have to talk about what the trauma was but um we can uh like like um, every other artist it's like yeah it came out of a heartbreak of somebody that i've known for a very long time but Uh i don't like i'm not gonna get into all the details because i don't know if you don't have to or not but it just always sums up to that almost all great works somehow come out of a heartbreak somewhere yeah that's something me and you could uh maybe if you feel like it we could we could talk over a beer uh or or, or like all right like uh anonymous names worst heartbreaks that we've gone through and how you dealt with it (laughs) oh my goodness there wouldn't be many for me, believe me. Uh, <laughs> you know um, what? I, like, uh, I haven't gone a lot through of... a lot either, but the ones that hit still hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like my life, my life is just a constant story of of feeling rejection, but not explicit rejection. So because I because of because of my crippling social anxiety, uh, <laughs> in regards to specifically, just, really just women. Uh, so and, we could have uh, a whole side thing yeah. on that. <laughs> we could, we could. Um, so I think that's really great that you have been able to turn that into into this book, and um, that, that that's really wonderful. I cannot wait to read it. I can't wait to get my copy. And 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 like and just sit with it. Like I want to hold it. I want to. I want to. I want to read it. Um, I want to show it to uh, my wife. I want to show it. Uh, show it to uh, my friends, especially um, one of my my best friend, um, who I don't think you've you've met. Um, he uh, mm-hmm. he's a theology major. Um, oh. for, for college, right? So actually, I have a bunch of I have a stack of mythology books next to me that he gave me uh, because I was working on this kind of like card game. That was, it was going to be like, I wanted to create a version of chess. This is, this is not about me. I'm not going to go too far. This. I wanted to create a version of chess, but it, all the pieces were replaced by mythological characters, right? From different. And so you'd have it, Egypt, Egypt versus, versus Roman gods and all that. Sounds stuff. wonderful. So, anyway, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. I, I, so totally I, I, like, I would get that said, just play against myself with that then. I have the decks. I already. I made. <laughs> this is something I. I don't know. I was like, I gotta do this. I was like, because I, you know, I always want to be a game designer. I was like, I can't sit in front of the computer anymore. I do that all day at no, work. They have so Harry Potter chess. I think I saw Godzilla chess somewhere. Like, oh, I need. I need. Like Are you a Harry Potter fan? Um, how, how do you feel about that lore? You don't like Lord of the Rings, but you, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm okay I'm sure. with Lord of the Rings. I'm not gonna go gaga about it. I do enjoy. Harry Potter, but when I look too closely at it, some things end up annoying me. Really, really. Yeah. What else would you say that you're that you can relate to the most? Uh, you see, that's kind of the issue of being us. We kind of like we have a like we have a foot in every house because sometimes okay. we'll be courageous and brave and want to be like the outgoing one. Like yeah. Gryffindor. But then again, there are sometimes I just go super manic and I come up with super villain schemes like a Slytherin. <laughs> Like a Slytherin, yeah. No, I, I feel like I'm kind of the same way too. I'm a, I'm, I, I, I I've been a, 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 a like a little bit sl- like Slytherin esque, and then mm. uh, like mostly Slytherin, like where I, I just love it. I just that's the one I wanted to be a part of. And then as I got the cool dorm, that's the cool dorm. Yeah, where you get, like, that's the cool like, one. The slightly evil or anti-hero characters. And it's so funny because I, as I get older, I always was Slytherin, right? And mm-hmm. like, and then as I got older, I have found myself distancing as I've kind of been like learn like on this personal journey of uh, like mental health and just finding myself as mm-hmm. a human. Um, I am I, I find myself shying away from being the 
confrarian, which is like, I'm just like, I'm the bad guy. I love the bad guy. Like, uh, it's like, no, you know, sometimes I, no, I do love bad guys. I love yeah, bad guys. They have I gravitate the most fun until the end. Oh my goodness. Totally. Totally. <laughs> that, that, they're the interesting one because they all have different, all these various point of views. They're, mm-hmm. they're expressing something. There's so much, something so fascinating here. I think when in the world of Snidely Whiplash from Dudley Do-Right, you know, okay. Being the bad guy is the greatest job in the world. Like, until the end, being the bad guy is the greatest job in the world. <laughs> yeah, it really is. They really get to, they really get to express themselves. And, you know, it's a, you know, that's it. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting. There's a, there's, um, uh, there's, there's, there's a lot of stuff there. Man, there's so much, to, so much to unpack there. We should uh, take but, notes on uh, all the, like, we should take notes. I, I can see, I like, took right, notes. how about <laughs> topic of supervillain schemes? What supervillain right. scheme you like? What supervillain scheme you would want to implement oh if you oh if you goodness. randomly got endowed with either superpowers, or it's like you now have an, a country dedicated to you and you are the dictator. You could be a king right. if you want, but you are a dictator first and foremost. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's that, that's it. I, I could we could really go. Okay, I'm gonna get back to your book, but um, I want to I want to <laughs> uh, I want to end on um. Uh, a very like in a, a, a note that I, I ask all uh, all creatives. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what so the, the, what? Do, okay, so it. But I first have to ask this question before I ask the next. Mm-hmm. So, do you find that we're creating this right because it was through it was your de- way of dealing with the trauma, which is such a healthy, beautiful way mm-hmm. to cre- create and something I aspire to. So Thank you. I could, I'm, I'm going to have to spend more time with you to just gain gain that knowledge of how you do that mm-hmm. and not let it just uh, not let the trauma of the world just make you just lay in bed and doom scroll on your phone because that's all that's that's what I that's what I am doing. There's um, a bit of doom scrolling sometimes, but okay, I also okay. kind of throw myself into different worlds just so I don't have to deal with it. I always feel like I'm so far removed from society because I spend majority of my day or week by myself not talking to a lot of people. Like, there are Discord chats I'm part of that I might dabble in, but I don't actively talk or hang out with people. So I make stories just to fill my day. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to deal with the rest of the world. I want to make my own. That's really fascinating. I think it's really cool and creative, and I think that's a. War- I th- I'm sure that, and thank you for creating this book where we can, we can, uh, we can, uh, like get just get pure into that and get and get our some of our escapism of our own. Do you think so? This was. Would you say it's healing for you to create this book? It was. was it, uh, yes, I yeah. had a wonderful time. Like when I was actually first writing this story, it was a couple years ago, and I didn't even think of trying to publish. Years it. ago, I thought maybe at one point I wanted to, but it's like I just wanted to write a story. Because I was reading up a lot of Franken... I was reading a lot of the old um, cinematic monsters. Dracula, Frankenstein, Wolfman, Creature from the Black Lagoon. And I was doing research on all of them about where Frankenstein came from. The idea of the homunculus. The idea of vampires just all throughout history. And I'm like, where did werewolves come from? And werewolves have a lot of weird... Have a lot of lore to them, but there was no mm. pinpoint moment of where werewolves came to be. There's different mm-hmm. iterations of them, but I wanted to have a werewolf story, how it gained all of these abilities. Because even in the story of Wolfman, the curse was already a thing. It didn't, like, Dracula is said to be, like, the first vampire that came mm-hmm. out. Frankenstein's mm-hmm. one of, like, the first homunculi type of things. Creature from the Black Loon is a creature, it was the first one of its kind, just mm-hmm. born out of some mutation. But the Wolfman mm-hmm. was a man who was cursed from somebody else. 
And we don't mm. even know where that guy got the curse from. It was just always a thing. And I wanted mm. to answer of where did that come from? Mm. It's like, what was the first creature that had it and then gave it to somebody? And that just kept spreading over time. And by all means, it was wonderful going through that. Even in this story, I was able to relay a lot of the feelings I have of feeling rejected by people, which is very, mm. very obvious to the parents <laughs> with the mm. wolf constantly mm. being rejected and kicked aside. Mm. So I, I was able to. I know that play. feeling. Believe me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I'm pretty sure that's life. something everyone can relate to. Like where you have one group, they reject you. You try and find another group, and they reject you. You end up making a friend that's really important to you, and at one point, that's taken away from you too. And mm -hmm. what happens to you? Do you like a lot of times people turn into a monster? That's something mm -hmm. I could relate to, and that's a story mm -hmm. I wanted to read as a teenager, more or less, because I could understand that idea of constantly mm -hmm. feeling rejected and Constant. seeing the world, like, constantly feeling rejected, being put down, even though I was trying to be good, and mm -hmm. it wasn't Same. getting across. And Same. then it kind of turns you into something else that you didn't want to be in the first place. Exactly. That's, that's actually how I feel about the friend group that introduced us. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah that's how i feel about, and not even about and, and it's just a uh, uh one particular person within that friend group who we, we uh who, who i could have a who i should probably just uh, uh, who i have tried addressing direct, this directly with mm -hmm. but um i totally get that that's uh you know it's just like you just you put your best foot forward you try to give as much to the group as possible to get back thinking hey this is like you think that the, that's something that um uh, like, well, like there's going to be payoff, right? There's going to be reciprocation, yeah. um, and, and all of that. And, and you don't get it. Um, it, I, it hurts I, I, so much. It does hurt. It really sucks. And, uh, it's been a, um, and community is something that's very important to me. I think it's important to all humans. I think it is, uh, important to, we are to, social uh, creatures. Yeah. Humans social. thrive in a, Truly. like in a group, in a social environment where they can relate to one another. If you're yeah. left, like some people can be left by themselves for years, but that's something I find very funny. I speak to a lot of people who say they wish they could have the time I like the time I have where I don't interact with people. And it's right. like, oh, I wish I would like there's some days I don't talk. To, they'll just say like some days I don't talk to anybody. It's like you don't like I find that a lie. I spend sometimes months by myself just in the house, me and my cat. Sometimes, mm -hmm. like, I'll go out food shopping, obviously. I'll go out and get food or supplies and whatnot. Right, 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 right. just basic I, stuff. Yeah. Like, I work at home. I talk to people online because that's my job. I don't physically, vocally talk to people. I don't go outside and socialize for sometimes two to three weeks at a time because people are busy. That's the consequence of it. Some people are like, I wish I had that. It's like, you really don't know what it's like being unable to talk to people. It you is don't. a you completely don't. different type of isolation that you don't it want. <laughs> horrifying i've lived i at, at some of the worst moments of my life is living alone that's that's uh, that's 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 i feel that the emptiness and just the shutdown and inability to get out of bed this mm. of it um like from those that those moments of isolation do you do you find um that uh so did so this was healing for you mm -hmm. it was all of that um i do you, is it um do you ever struggle to be creative is it ever hard for you, or are you always energized to do it? Uh, there, yeah. there are some days where I just get really tired. Some like, days. Actually, lately, the past few days, be, near the end of the month, I get really tired and burnt out making stuff. Because mm -hmm. I make stuff for work and social media posts. I write articles for magazine for work. I write, I've, for the past year, I've created a newsletter for output, my job. Output, 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 output. 
Hmm? Jeez. Yeah, it's there's constant output for you. Yeah, there's yeah. that. I've actually started writing for another newsletter in the town that I've been working for. Then there's the random stories I'm always coming up with, and I honestly fatigue myself fairly often. I was actually looking through a lot of the stories I've written recently, and mm-hmm. it shows I write a lot more than I really than I come up that I am honestly aware of. That it's understandable. I feel fatigued that near the end of the month, I just don't want to write or come up with anything. Right. That's so interesting. I don't, I have such, I have kind of like a different problem where I don't, I'm not doing it at all. Mm -hmm. And it kind of becomes a vicious cycle of I'm not being creative. Okay. Because my work, my job's not that creative. So I'm not doing it at work. And then that kind of eats away at the fact that I'm never doing it. But the fact is, is that what I find for me, it's it's, the only way to get myself out of that is to connect and be with other artists. And Mm -hmm. Um, to be with friends like like yourself who are artists as well, and to talk to them, and that's where I get my energy. Yeah, because um, then back you'll again. find like because then you can you can resonate with us, and you're like, oh, you know what this feels like, and you yes. see someone else making something and pushing themselves to get through their own creative funks that they're trying to right. make something, and you can do something similar. I don't get that very much a lot either, but thankfully I have like one or two friends that sometimes do. I have another friend yeah. who moved to Texas. And mm-hmm. she's been doing little podcasts, and I f- am so proud of her for doing it that she's been doing it for like a couple of years or so now mm-hmm. that she's been wanting me to start getting into podcasts myself. She's going to be a, like she's studying to be a doctor, focusing on comic books. It's like that is okay. the coolest idea I've ever heard wow. of, and she inspires me in so many ways to keep writing stories oh, so that maybe I can make a comic book that she can dissect for a class or something over time. Oh my goodness, how fascinating. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. I also um, wish I spoke to her more often, but she, like I said, there's a time difference. She gets busy with, like, obviously she's still, like, yeah, she's a doctorate student. She is very, very busy a lot of times, so I don't hear from yeah. her as much as I'd like to. I, that's what I find is that um, for me, I only found that I recently have come back, come out of my shell and I, I feel connected and all this stuff again through these the open mics um, and um, whether uh, music open mics, the comedy open mics are great um, or, or any of that. They, I always, when I'm around that group of people, um, I notice that I end up having more energy for the week. Just from that, just from doing nice. that, and it's it, it's like it's like it's like oh this is my this is my this is my tribe. These people are energizing me because they're mm-hmm. just they're just. I finally feel connected. Like I finally feel heard. I finally feel this. I finally feel that. I was like, oh, this is what probably this is what people who like just go about and get out of bed feel normally. <laughs> um, what do you think the um, do you think the where, what do you think the werewolf represents? Um, and people, I have my own thoughts on it, but you wrote a freaking book on it. So let's, so, so what do you think it represents? Me, I've always had the werewolf as just being the idea of isolation and loneliness of what mm-hmm. happens when you get, when you're isolated too far and you keep being pushed away from everything you care about, oh, from what does that turn okay. you into? Because oh, for the longest time, yeah, yeah, we always kind of saw, saw ourselves, saw ourselves as some sort of like weird monster just because we really couldn't relate to a lot of people and a lot of people right. kept calling us either weird or difficult to deal with so it's like all right yeah i a get lot a lot of, of that we'll actively say we know we're difficult to deal with we've been actually seeing a therapist and she's like drill you're not difficult to deal with you're just very emotionally intelligent and you've been dealing with people who cannot appreciate that you're not mm-hmm. difficult you're just completely misunderstood constantly it's like that is Right. That's a better way of seeing it. It's still upsetting, but it 
gave Same. me a lot more confidence seeing it. Yeah. And it actually gave me actually yeah. And mulling that over, I feel a lot better from that because now I me can too. understand. It's like all right, maybe I am just more emotionally intelligent than other people. And the more I study it, the more I realize, oh wow, I'm actually really smart. And I'm tired of dealing with people who kind of get stuck in their own insecurities and can't move right. forward even if they want to or they don't know how yeah. to communicate when i'm trying to be genuine yeah yeah i was recently i was recently told by a friend that i constantly monopolize conversations and i was so hurt by yeah. it um i was just distraught by it because i was like i try my very best to stay mm -hmm. interesting and to stay interested in my friends mm -hmm. and i was destroyed by it and i was like i was just on a a high, I'm feeling good lately. Every time I call this friend, I feel great. And then I was told that, and I was just was like, damn. I, and I work with this kind of, um, this uh, executive coach, and I work with a therapist as well. Uh, who, and he told me, he's like, he said, actually, I have very low emotional intelligence, <laughs> which I thought was, he was really funny the way he says it. He's, he's this, uh, he's this, uh, like, just, just this, this badass um, uh, veteran. And he, uh, he coaches these CTOs and stuff like that. And he's like, he just have taken me under his wing just to, because it's like, I have no guidance as a human. Uh, and so, uh, oh, what a yeah. that's a little kick him off their down. It's like, I understand yeah. you're feeling upset. Don't worry. You're just emotionally stupid. We can work yeah, on I it. Am. He said I was, he said, I, he said that I was, uh, that I was uh, extreme, like I had extremely high IQ, but no EQ. So uh -huh. much so that I've tricked, I've tricked myself and created like a fake like, like, like this fake EQ that I thought I had, and I don't really match people that I'm around, and I need to start matching people and the state they're in, and stop coming in so hot all the time, mm -hmm. and being like, everybody, hey, I'm excited and I'm happy right now. Why aren't you all happy? And then, and then I do do that, and it, uh, and it was funny when he said mm -hmm. it, and it really hurt when my friend said it. But um, it's funny, it's funny how, how um, how how the different things, but they kind of said different things, but I think that's so interesting about the werewolf and how that, and how that kind of is representative to you and how it, what it means to you. And this, this conversation really resonated with me and it really helped me feel more connected Aww. to you and to, and feel better about like, just, and, and like you said, it's, I think it's a story that needs to be shared uh, because there's a lot of us that go through this. There's a lot of us that feel really disconnected yeah. um, that well, feel like pushed away. And it feels like we develop kind of, and we don't know we and then we are, we're trying to find ourselves and we're trying to find connection and in our current state of society where we don't live in um just a, a like a you know this uh this tri like kind of a tribe tribal organization or yeah. anything like that and um something i i, I uh, listened to recently um not to get morbid and i'm, mm -hmm. I'm sorry if it's to get away from uh, I don't. I don't mean to get away from your awesome book, the, the first <laughs> werewolf by Jarrell Baker. Uh, you know, uh, Memorial that the part Day of was... podcast is going on random yeah. tangents and trying to circle back yes. to the topic at hand. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Like all podcasts die. Like like yeah. all podcasts. We had a topic. We started. We started for a bit. We tangent. We get back. We tangent different directions. We, we, we go back. back tangent. Anyway. We get back. We tangent. We get back. You know, I agree. And uh, it's it, it really is all about that, man. You really, you really got it, Jarrell. We we got to talk a lot more. Uh, I, sorry, I, to take I you away from before, your. Experience. I'm totally yeah. down to doing more of these. I have we gotta so do many this. ideas. We I can, would love. I just want to hang out with you. Honestly, I just want to go. I just want to go. I don't really drink, so I just want like I would just want to go play some pool and and uh, and I hang out. Oh, uh, I'm upset. I should have texted you for National Mini Golf Day. 
Oh my goodness, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah I mean, you could have brought like your kids, and it'd have been adorable. Yeah. I try and celebrate like random little holidays. Yes, me too. Yay! <laughs> That's All right, then. Next holiday, like anytime yeah. I find a random holiday, I'm gonna message you. It's like happy something oh and see if you're up to it. I, I went out like for Pancakes I... Day too, and I was almost yes. missed that one. <laughs> We had, we had, that's what we did that New Year, that one New Year's Eve is that we all got IHOP the next day. That was one of the most fond memories of my life <laughs> is, is the, is that New Year's I spent with you and the crew and getting pancakes from IHOP that next morning. That was that quite adorable. With me. Exhausting, but ador- that was a fun Exhausting. Night. It was exhausting, but adorable, right? It was, there's something so beautiful about it. And it, that memory has stuck with me and has meant so much to me to this, to this day. I, it, I, it, I, I think about doing that, and so yeah, National Pancake Day. I'm down. We got to just do stuff, hang out, work on creative things. I just can't wait to see what else you do. Um, well, thank you. If you're interested in more stories, I got plenty to send to you. I like, I, yeah. I, like the first werewolf is something I've been working on all of 2021. Aside mm-hmm. from the book, I actually gave myself a personal project of writing one new story a month. You mentioned this, this one-year project, right? Yep. That you were doing. So, yeah. in that, I... One-year like, story a month. Yep. Okay. I started off in November of 2020, and then yeah. every month I would come up with a new idea or a new story, and I would write into it. Sometimes I would cheat where I would come up with another idea to that story, and I would keep going mm-hmm. with that, but it would be mm-hmm. like a different section to it. But in doing so, I created a lot of new ideas. It was really fun. It was very therapeutic to see... When I pushed myself, what I can come up with, I was exhausted mm-hmm. by the end of it. <laughs> right. Because you write all day. Mm-hmm. All day. And then you're writing all night. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. And I, I, I'm a, like, I try to take as many screen breaks as I can. So whatever <laughs> is in hard copy form that I could get set, like, I, I love to, I, I love anything I can hold. But if there's anything you're like, hey, you got to, if it's an e- I read ebooks a lot on mm-hmm. my on my iPhone though. Like I just said that, but it's just like it's just a great application because it's just like just the book. It's it's outside of there. So any ebooks you have, anything like that, I'll I'll gladly take and oh. and, and tear through. Yeah. Surprisingly so. enough, I like I my my process in doing it doesn't stay focused on technology, which kind of helps me get away from it all. Because yes. when I come up, yes. I, like uh, was it save my I one of my favorite storylines I was doing was my Godzilla Alpha Predator series. I have so many Godzilla figures that I would actually use my figures to do the story, play it out. I would build like little sit. I would build like miniature cities out of blocks. I would have all these beams from my figures. I would do the story with the figures. Uh-huh. Then I would handwrite it down in a notebook. Then handwrite it. My laptop. That's so cool. I want to see that. If you got like like yeah, I want to. I would love to read anything handwritten you got, and then you would type it out. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness! Give me yeah. give me it all. Give me it all. Just send it. So whatever I can get, uh, whatever I could get through, whatever I could read on the bus. Yeah, maybe I'll, that I'll might help. There. Maybe yeah. that might help you out because then you're not solely focused on more technology. It gets you yeah. off. Like it gets you off the text somewhere else. Like my figures yeah. help inspire me to do things because I'm actually seeing what they're doing. I'm hearing the I think noises that's so beautiful. a bit more. Yeah. I see the city that is being destroyed, and I'm having fun as Godzilla tearing through this city. <laughs> yeah, there's something there's something so beautiful to it, and it, it reminds me. I'm just whenever I go to museums or anything, the, what I'm drawn through to most more than paintings or anything like that. Is sculpture. Um, yeah. like I love. I love like like you know. Uh, you know. You go to Manhattan and you see you see Atlas holding up the world, mm-hmm. or, or you go to Grand Central Station and you see the um, 
and you see uh, the... I, I don't know exactly what's at the top of Grand Central City. I don't know what mythological figures are up there, but uh, there's, a, you know, there's all the that Gre- like Greco-Roman gods uh, you know, at the top of that, and I, I love that stuff. I am drawn to, to just... Because there's something so tangible oh, right. about something that's 3D. You know, there's something like... In, and in like in life, <laughs> and that's so that's amazing. That's that's wonderful. Um, where can people find your book so that we can uh, and find you and get to follow you? Sure, sure. So and, uh, yeah. you can find the book on Amazon. You can find it on Walmart.com. I think it's going to be in Barnes and Nobles eventually. It yeah, will. Okay. You can get it at Walmart. If you type, if you Google the first werewolf, it should pop, like <laughs> I'll be the first thing that pops up, which is actually Whoa, really exciting. Whoa, go you now. SEO. Okay. Yep, I am wow. very, very happy. That is like one of the first things that's popping up now. Wow. Yeah, or that's if you fantastic. type in my like if you type in my name too, like the first werewolf by Jarrell Baker, that'll pop up. Uh if you want, y'all can find me on Instagram. I don't play mm-hmm. much on social media. Lately I have mm-hmm. just because I've been collecting a lot more figures, so I've been highlighting those figures more. Mm-hmm. And I just love sharing my figures, but if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's Forgotten Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. Forgotten Pharaoh. Okay. Yep. Forgotten Pharaoh. I always link and you then... to other work pages, but be, like that is generally my name for everything. For PlayStation Network, for Instagram, Facebook somewhere. I love the Forgotten title Pharaoh. of Forgotten Pharaoh. That's a, there, there's something kind of amazing to that. Yeah, I, I, oh my goodness, we could talk about so many things. I could ask you one more. Are, did, are, are you a fan of the Moon Knight series as well, then? Because I, it's, I was on, yeah. I'm, I like it, but I would kind of wish they did a little more with the dua, like the duality of the personalities, and I kind of yeah. wish they got oh. more of the last Are you one. drawn to that at all? Hmm? Yeah, are you drawn to that at all? Like the the duality of personalities. And oh all, yeah, all that, that is that, something yeah. we take very like we take very personally because we speak in plurals and how our mental state works. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. whenever there's a character that has multiple personalities, we are heavily in- interested in it. Some of the people we looked up to as a kid was uh, uh, from Yu Gi Oh, Yu Gi and Atem, because if they had the two personality thing going on. Yeah, yeah. it was no, also Two Face in another way, but that was kind of a bad. Uh, teenage year. <laughs> that was yeah, no, I, I was no, I love to, I love Two Face. I love the Batman, mm-hmm. the Batman villains. I always related to the actor one, the Clayface. That's what I, that's what I. That, that, I, that, I oh, Clayface is yeah. so good. Yeah, because he's the, he's a, he's the, he's a, you know, he's, he's an actor. He mm-hmm. can change. I was, I always loved that. I, I remember my, what it was part of my Facebook name for a while. Um, that's a good so one. I could, I could relate. I could relate. I, I, and you know, um. The creator of 4chan says that the the great um, the great mistake of uh, modern tech companies and what they're doing to make sure that every you know your your um, you know aim names were so beautiful there was something so beautiful to coming yeah. up with a screen name to all of that right that and to, by by getting rid of that and saying like no you are just your first and last name and not getting to have a handle or anything that. like that. It's it's terrible. So Chris Poole, this this creator of 4chan, he says one of the most beautiful things is that humans are not mirrors. They're not like you look into it, look back, two dimensional. Mm-hmm. Uh, humans are diamonds. They're multifaceted. There's so much to them, and they do, and if you only let them express themselves in the in one identity, because you're one identity to your parents, you're one identity to your friends, yeah. you're one identity alone. You're one. You, you know you you don't you don't and to just get rid of all that and just say you're just one first and last name is just so like it, it gets rid of all of it right because you know then you can't like you like okay the, then the internet just becomes a nut one other place 
that you can't that you 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 can't you could just you, where you you can't disconnect from your work self. You cannot disconnect from your you know from this self, that self. Everything's got to be your first last name, which so. is really unfair. Yeah. But also, it if is. everyone's diamonds, it makes you more precious. It does. It does. <laughs> which 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 you are, Jarrell. Thank you so much for Aww. doing this. Thank you. Um, if there's anything else you want me to link to, just please send it along. I'll make sure I include it in this, the description. I'll be putting this um, on the. Uh, uh, um, are you a music fan? Um, or not? Not really. I am. Uh, I've been yeah. learning to appreciate music a bit more just in silence. Okay. But I can't like specifically music. I like listening to lyrics or just something that really resonates with the more healthier mindset of things okay okay because usually um, i I, give, I love super goofy i give i give guests the option of adding a song to the end of their uh, of the podcast that i did with them Ooh. um and uh if they it it just has to be on spotify but mm-hmm. then the the podcast becomes a spotify exclusive podcast so if you do want a song at the end of this i'm happy to to, to add one but it, it it won't be on every platform what it not that it matters because i really only do stuff on, i i i don't i don't I, unless you're like oh man i really i don't i, I, I don't spotify have any ads. songs in particular that i'm thinking None. of right so now so let's just <laughs> let's just uh let's just let it be let it free and if you do think of it later maybe i could just do a special version just for spotify sure. where, I, where i add a song in thank um, you for having so, me this is fun Oh my goodness. Thank you for being on. I'm going to stop recording, but we'll still be on so I could say goodbye to each other. All right. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs>